Yo, welcome to GMQ Review, where we review the best TV and film the world has to offer, and sometimes some other stuff too. Three, two, one, and we back. GMQ Review. What's going on, Grant? Not much, Quinn. What is going on with you? Uh, not a lot. I'm stuck indoors still. I saw a article. Actually, I don't know if this is fake LA news saying that we're going to be indoors, stay at home for three more months. So, state uh, of California? Yeah, it's California. Wow. But it's that's three more months. That's the whole summer. Well, I think it's uh, media fake news bullshit. Like, it's a changing situation. And I think it was a comment by a. A director like we don't see it changing if it continues like this but things change and i just want to go in i don't want i want to hit my gym i want to go outside jump in the pool but yeah you have the pool did you did you get to swim in the pool no i've never no. been in the pool never been in the pool you've been in the hot tub though i've been in the hot tub many times i've never tub. been in the pool it was kind of getting i don't know not as hot but it's hot as balls here man what about you, Grant? What's going on? Uh, not much. Um, uh, I've been listening to uh, It's Great. So I've said it before. I'm a huge fan of Scrubs. And uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison, the two leads, have started a podcast like a month ago or maybe a month and a half ago at this point where they they are do- going episode by episode rewatching Scrubs with us. And it's oh. like the Scrubs fanboy dream. It's great. Yeah. So so you watch the movie and then you listen to them talk to it. They have like the creator of the show on. They have other stars on and they just they shoot the shit and they talk about Scrubs. It's great. Yeah. As a non Scrubs fan, that sounds like too you, much no, no, Scrubs. No. But you, you yes. But you I would still recommend you watch the first episode. Or maybe the first two, just because you, you know, both of us have have acted and they t- tell their audition stories of Scrubs, and it's very okay. interesting um, for any actor or who has thought about, you know, who has auditioned before or like thought about pursuing a career in acting. Very cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I'll check it out. Maybe give it a, a pseudo uh, off off the cuff review later oh yeah bring it bring it up we'll bring we'll, it up. Come, we'll come back to it okay well speaking of zach braff what are what are, what are we watching today yeah so this is a great segment um a, a great segue into what we're doing today because i was actually listening to their audition stories yes and once they got it there's this big gap between the filming the pilot getting picked up by a studio and then actually starting filming on on set and, and doing it weekly and, and putting out episodes every week. Um, so they got the pilot. They got picked up by NBC. And uh, it took a while. I think Zach Brav had like close to a year um, before he would start. And he's like, okay, this is a perfect time for me to work on my screenplay. Um, my movie. So during that time, he actually wrote Garden State. He wrote Garden the movie. State. Okay. Wrote and directed. Which is 
what we're watching today, Garden State, 2004. Garden State. I I was looking at that, and I was looking at how the years lined up. So it seemed like Scrubs started or aired in 2001. This film was eventually released in 2004. So there is a timeline, I guess, where it's being the Scrubs is being, I don't know, worked on, developed, things are in motion. And then during that time, I mean, it probably takes, it does take years to write a screenplay. So he I think he, he wrote the bulk of it during that time though, before Scrubs, before Scrubs officially aired. Okay. And then he had, but that's just the screenplay. Now you got to get funders. You got to cast, you know, all this jazz. You got to find Natalie Portman. Got to find Natalie Portman. Make out with her a bunch. And yeah, um, how old was she? She looked like she was fourteen. I don't know. They, I think they made her look a little younger too. Yeah, that's true. Her stature. She is very short. She's a short, short girl indeed. And like tiny. She was tiny. (laughs) So Grant, um, Garden State. What'd you think? Garden State, uh, it was it was a good mood. That's how I'm gonna put it, right? Like initially, like I like that mood of movie. I don't know even know how to really describe it, but I, I said it kind of makes me feel of Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. It's kind of like this um, existential kind of like floaty film, you know, where it's kind of like there's not a lot of direction and. Um, there's great soundtracks and it kind of is just a state of emotion and less plot going on. It's the term you're looking for indie. <laughs> you're a big fan of indie music, indie films, just a yeah, uh, hippy dippy shit, man. Um, it was more than that. Like indie to me just means like low budget, but it, it does hold this like, it's like, <laughs> I guess you're kind of right because I like Juno. I feel like had that same vibe. Yeah, were those made? I feel like that was the same film. That's what I'm saying. It like captured, <laughs> I think, the time more. You know, more so than it was indie. I think the time movies were being made. That's that's when Garden State was made. They they all captured the same essence. They were all going for that coming of age, lost mind, not mindless, but wanderlust. Like, ooh, what is my, where am I in life? Which I I felt like it must have been how he felt when he made the movie. And it turns out it it was, you know, he's got some quotes online saying like, this is, you know, what I was doing. I was completely depressed, waiting tables, the most lonesome I've ever been in my life. The script was a way for me to articulate what I was feeling Blah, 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 blah. But for me, I, I was I was not not vibing with it. I don't. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. I did not enjoy this film. You know, what you just said reminds me of, of when I was writing regularly. Yes. Uh, you know, I can't. I give props to people who who write fantasy and and pulling all these different elements because for me like it, the easiest thing uh, and probably for everyone is, is to write what you're going through right mm-hmm. then and it's very raw and real and that's when I was writing the most is when I'm going through shit if I'm not going through shit it's really hard to sit down 
and write about anything. Yeah. No, I'm with you 100%. Um, I also think that just because I didn't like the film doesn't mean that, you know, I shouldn't have... I have an enormous amount of respect and, and props for, like, people making shit. I don't know. Anyone that's making something, that's dope. But this, <laughs> I mean, you, know, you can find good parts. You know, I thought there were some... Uh, some witty lines in there, some funny shit, but as a whole, I mean, it was just uh, a little boring. You know, I felt like I was on like lithium while watching the movie. You know? Like <laughs> I felt, I was, to do. yeah, I felt like Zach Braff in real life, or I guess in the movie while I was watching the movie. The movie was, was ambling though. And, and in kind of a magical way where, where, it's like they're letting go and letting kind of the universe, you know, you know, happen or, or let take them on a journey where they're just kind of stepping back and, and all of these things happen, but they're accepting to it. Um, I, I kind of like that element. I, I guess I dislike it for the same reason. I mean, it's just then you lose your purpose and I don't know. I don't know why Zach Braff and that girl got together. Uh, I didn't, yeah. I, I don't know what they had in common or like, they're just kind of like two awkward people that got together and, uh, by fate, I guess started talking about music. Yeah. I didn't know also like, why did he yeah. ever have to leave? Like, why was that a scene? Like he like had to go back to like figure it out and then he didn't go you back mean at the ending of the, the ending of the film. Yeah. I think he had I, his maybe he just had a flight booked. He's like, I gotta go back. This is But he kept on saying he had to like figure stuff out. I don't know. Maybe he didn't want to lose his uh job as a Vietnamese waiter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you know, that's a true story, right? What, he was a Vietnamese waiter? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, he had to put on like the eyelashes and shit. I don't know if I don't know if he had to do that, but <laughs> I know he waited when he got scrubs, he was waiting at a Vietnamese restaurant. Yeah. I mean uh there's some good lines in there. I thought I didn't I didn't think he was gonna be even with that girl too. I thought he was going to have some sort of relationship with that chick at the party. <laughs> Like the hot blonde girl, I was like, "Oh man, he's drugged out on." Yeah, like I guess I guess so. Or something was going to happen between them, but that was just more <laughs> Didn't of they a, make out. They made out, and I think it was it scene was just to show how detached he was, even after I don't know partying, smoking weed, taking some ecstasy. Which, yeah, I was curious. I was like, "Why he's just chilling there?" But uh turns out yeah he's on massive amounts of antidepressants so probably yeah not. that's yeah that makes sense one of my first notes i actually said of yeah this film, oh. i said the the whole long t with a short t-shirt like above it you know it's it's like a, that's iconic of that that phase i used to wear that where you have that long sleeve underneath and then you wear a short sleeve on top Oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, this is some '90s shit going on, dude. I, I think People I had a sh- used to wear that all the time. Yeah, I had a shirt that like it was designed that way. It was like sewed in. Yeah, it looked yeah, like- same. Yeah, yeah. Wonder what happened to that shirt? I didn't even think about that. 
Was that um where was that scene in? Was that while he was still in LA? No, that's when he he was going to work. Yeah. So you're still in LA. He was going to work and he was pulling the gas. Yes, can. Okay. Yeah. I think my first scene that I noted was the answering machine. I thought about the answering machine oh. because I think they do this in office space too, where the answering machine is kind of like a cool technique or like a mechanism for, for some information that, like a voicemail. It's a storytelling technique that you're not going to see nowadays. Like you're not going to, you oh. don't hear your voicemails anymore. So when people call you, there's no res- effect. You have to like show it through a text message basically. Yeah, that's but, a really good point. You know, when you know who's calling too and you like let it, yeah, let like, it go. You let it go, man. Or or you don't know who's calling and you and you let it go to hear who it is. And they start saying something. You're like, oh shit. And then you pick yeah, up. Yeah, like that's that's I got it. That's my oh. parents. I gotta pick up. <laughs> <laughs> so that was um I don't know. An interesting thing to note. Did also see he was stuck in some major LA traffic. Kind of kind of hit home. Oh yeah. Except and I'm it's probably worse now. No, it's not. Not like not like oh, right in like year 2020. 2020. Yeah. 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 I think so as well. What else did I say? I said um Natalie Portman does a great job at being neurotic and I thought she did her character is really um well done. I don't think it was overly cheesy or you know, overly dramatic. And I think Zach Braff's character too. They, I thought they were pretty solid characters. Yeah. I think I liked her a little bit more. Um, she, I think she kind of fit the role of, um, a girl kind of still living at home, kind of messed up family, bunch of weird pets all over the place. Um, she did a good job. He, I don't know. I understand what it, what it, what it's going for. Kind of deadpan, humorless, but funny at the same time. But yeah, was this supposed to be a comedy? Were you supposed to laugh? Yeah, at dude. all the hamsters <laughs> like she had. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I definitely I laughed. Didn't laugh. Did you laugh when uh he said uh like by the way it says balls on your face? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I think yeah after the tension of the the breakfast table yeah when he was hitting his mom or yeah or when uh uh Natalie Portman's can't believe that Zach Braff isn't retarded <laughs> you're not retarted <laughs> uh, I, what I have those are really I funny have, lines yeah there was I thought it was funny when he was they were bearing um his mom and then yeah. he ran into his high school friends who were like working at the cemetery. Yeah, just losers. Like they were great. Yeah, they were like losers. And um they said something like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll probably like go over like we'll go over to the party like right after we bury your mom. Like <laughs> <laughs> just like totally like serious. Yeah. <laughs> I left. Also the cop scene where he gets pulled over by another <laughs> yeah. high school guy. Yeah, all the people. Yeah. And then the guy asks him, he's like, 
so so how'd i do <laughs> the guy's like zach's like you, like, what do you what mean? mean it's like like at being a cop like how was you and zach, like, says, ground. And zach was like well I, I thought you were a dick <laughs> and i thought that was funny yeah no that, that was a good scene i like that one as well uh so yeah there's i mean there's a, there's a few like solid solid funny gems in the movie and you know when i think when they're trying to be funny they do it they do it very well but yeah, what did I say? I said um, overall, I thought it was uh, it was well done. Had a bunch of elements that I enjoyed. For me, the dialogue was was uh, I did not like the dialogue towards the end when they were trying to force stuff. Um, his dialogue after they established the relationship was a, a little cheesy. Um, yeah, it just I guess they had to end it on some note. I did like the bit of his past where it was his fault that his mom became yeah. paraplegic that was pretty cool i mean not yeah. cool that but, you <laughs> that know, he but, that, but like but mm, we got to know piece of story yeah i i appreciated that little story point but i don't know what like you mentioned is he he met his like loser friends who were digging graves but i don't even know why these people were his his friends first of all he said he left boarding school at like 16 and then he's yeah. came back for the first time. Like then it must've been some super small school. And he, I don't, I don't know what brought any of these people together. He had the rich, like nerd kind of guy who was invented the silent Velcro. I guess it's just like a small town. Maybe he came thing. back for the last two years of high school. No, I don't think so. He said he left for boarding school and he's never been home. Oh yeah, he hadn't been back for ten years or something. Yeah, why would like that one guy take care of him at all? <laughs> yeah, like go go out on a limb to get his mother's jewelry. Like, what did he ever do? <laughs> they and didn't that was have a like weird a <laughs> story, right? Why did they go? I don't know. But see, like again, there was just so many cool moments of like almost void it was just very philosophical at, at points where you know they would just kind of look into that that big like the valley big right abyss, yeah a big abyss and it did kind of get you in a mood like of thinking and also i really liked i mean it's kind of cheesy but but them like laughing in the rain or he you know he started screaming mm -hmm. like and just yelling into it and that to me did capture a cool moment. So there was definitely times where like I got chills and I was like, this is cool. Yeah. Like this is a moment. Yeah. I guess with the abyss thing, I don't know if they're trying to make a point where, you know, they were on track to build a mall, you know, and that's like your life and you were going to build the mall you were digging. And then this super crazy unexpected thing happened and then people are just kind of confused and you don't know what to do and there's some decisions to be made and but it's like this beautiful thing at the same time I, uh, just spitballing out loud yeah no i think uh, yeah that's well let's i don't think there is an answer <laughs> yeah you, just, you know it's kind of like life the you know there is an abyss and, and you have to kind of find yourself and and you can't stare into the abyss forever you maybe just scream and, and yell into it and and enjoy yourself and 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 fucks trying to stay dry just just go out in the rain you know sing in the rain um 
and, and those moments I enjoyed a lot. And that those moments made me feel like it was eternal sunshine. The spot of his mind. There's like moments where you're like, wow, like they are understanding themselves on such an emotional level and, and really evolving and letting go and kind of just enjoying life for what it is. It's a, it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing to say, Grant. And I think we're the, I think we're the target demographic, right? Would you say? Uh, like now? Of, yeah. Like me. <laughs> like if that, yeah. I mean, it does hold such a, a, a vibe of 90s and early 2000s. But if it came out now and the screenplay was the same. Yeah, definitely. Because you do. I mean, going home is an interesting uh I guess thing to do because there are some people that like these high schoolers or high school friends that you know you, you never left and things like haven't really changed that much but it's weird being back i don't know there's yeah, something to say there there is and i kind of miss that personally um i i missed out on that part of of high school because both of us went to a, a private school which wasn't surrounded by our, our neighbors. So, mm. you know, if I go to a local bar, like I'm not going to see people from high school and be able to catch up with them. You know, it's, it's not like that at all. Um, because I'd live 45 minutes away from my school. Right. I, I felt it a little bit. I mean, even coming from like public school up until high school, I mean, there's some, it's a, I definitely live in a smaller city. 4,000, 5,000 people uh, where, yeah, you go up to the gas station and you might see, like, I know that dude. Like, I was, <laughs> like, we in were class, in Spanish together. yeah, we were in Spanish <laughs> together or something. Might have said only three words to him, but I know him. Meanwhile, yeah. yeah, you move out to the city and you're like, there's a billion people. You don't know anybody. It's, uh, it's interesting. Um. I also saw here, Grant, that I guess he went on to make a second movie. I don't know if this was the 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 sequel, like chronologically, but I guess it was his second film that he made. I actually don't have the name. We can figure it out. Yeah, we can figure it out. But the X? I don't think it was the X. Two thousand six. Oh. No, movies that he wrote. Yeah, movies that, that Zach Braff wrote. But anyways, he used Kickstarter? Wish I was yeah. here. Oh, I remember. Oh, I remember. Yeah, I remember. Because <laughs> he was talking about Garden State. I thought he did that for Garden State. Um, I was thinking about it. I was like, dude, Indiegogo is not a thing. 2004? 2004. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what was it called? Wish I Was Wish Here. Wish I Was Here was in 2014. And I guess he used Kickstarter to fund the movie and got a ton of criticism from people because I guess at that point, he's a pretty big, uh, pretty big scrub star. I'm like, why are you taking the people's money when you can fund the movie yourself? Which I think is total bullshit. If he wants to, I mean, if, he if wants people want to see, it's you have to get funding from someone. Like, yeah, 
it's just the typical hate the rich, um, blah, blah, blah. Why do you, why don't you use your own money? People find all these celebrity net worth. Rich asshole. Yeah. So celebrity net worth says you're worth $80 million. Why don't you use (laughs) your $80 million? You think he's got $80 million in cash just sitting around? No. It's all good thing he didn't use his own money because, uh, he lost money. The budget was higher than the box office. So, for, for which I was here. Yeah, yeah, five point five to six million dollars. Terrible. Yeah, but anyways, you know, m- moving back to Garden State, I yes. think. Uh, I don't know if I would say you have to watch it, but it's. I thought it was a. a a story that captured a, a mood of, you know, kind of existentialism. I I wish it was more about that versus the the drugs and the. It seemed like a cop out. Like, oh, he stops taking these drugs, and then oh, life starts getting interesting, and he's feeling things again. Like, why can't he have a sense of? You know, existentialism without high doses of lithium. Plus, plus how old was he at this point? I think he's mid, late 20s or something. Yeah, really, like what? He would blindly take lithium for that long. He never had the idea to stop it until then. Especially when you're on your own. I didn't, like... Yeah, his dad's yeah. not even. He hasn't seen his dad, but somehow his dad is his psychiatrist, who's prescribing him this and has no way of enforcing it because he hasn't seen him in ten plus years. Uh, little things start yeah. to not add up. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Can't, Overall, yeah, can't detract from everything. We're just we're just professional media critics here, Grant. We have to report the truth, you know. Poke holes in it. Poke holes. Tell or it like find it is. the holes. Don't poke holes. We just find the holes. We, they were already there. You rip them open. Let everyone see. Um. Yeah, that's. I don't know. It was that's very. About it. That's about it. I wasn't. Wasn't impressed. Um. I the dialogue props, was, was, you know, was off-putting for me uh, towards the end. Grant's always about the ending. Because uh, the, the dialogue or more so the uh, the events, like he had to go back or just... I the guess, dialogue the when that was happening. Wow, when that was happening, how he was describing it. Yeah, it was that just bad of, dialogue. Kind of, I figure stuff out and she's crying and... Somehow he's, I mean, speaking of major plot holes, like you get on that airplane, you can't get off that airplane. <laughs> yeah, this was know, post 9-11. Yeah, you can't, you can't get off. <laughs> no. Uh, or maybe it was all in his mind. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's all I got, Grant. All right. You know what time it is? What time is it, Grant? Is it? Is is it time for uh, the Gene Q patented review, where we yes. decide whether the true rating of Garden State is higher or oh, 
over or under the IMDb rating. There it is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's time. Um, what are we sitting at, Quinn? Oh, we're sitting at at seven point four. So Lower, I'm looking at seven point four. <laughs> yeah. And I I also see Rotten Tomatoes. Oh yeah, eighty six percent. Yeah, it looks like eighty six from critics, eighty eight from audience. Uh, definitely. I mean, that's total bogus. It's. I actually went through. I would say I liked this movie, though. I wouldn't say I disliked this movie because I'm looking at this. It says 85% of Google users like this movie and it has a thumbs up or a thumbs down. If someone would tell me, hey, you have to put a thumbs up or a thumbs down. I think I put a thumbs up. (sighs) I feel like that's a terrible way to (laughs) make a movie. (laughs) Thumbs up, thumbms down. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because the the threshold for a thumbs down, like I don't know, yeah, it's a lot higher, a lot lower. Anyways, so what? I'm an, what are I'm you an doing? Un, I'm an under for sure. Yeah, I, I, yeah, under. Um, it was. I, I liked it though. I didn't I didn't dislike the film. It was it was not like I felt like, oh, my God, I just wasted an hour, you know, 40 minutes of my time. I, I thought it was entertaining enough. Um, I think it's seven four. Yeah. And it's, it's just a little too personal. I mean, I, I really did feel like watching it like this is someone else's experience. And it's great that, like, you're getting this out there. But I'm I'm not with you. I'm laughing at some funny shit, but. Uh, some other shit. I don't know. Not rocking with you. But that's just me. Yeah, that's a really good, uh, you know, thought. Thanks, Grant. Perspective, because <laughs> I'm, th- I'm th- I, you can go too personal, right? You mm-hmm. you can tell a really solid story and just not have it relatable, not because you're not showing emotion or you're not being realistic. You're just kind of telling a story that you can't relate to. Yep. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, you don't really think about it. You're like, yeah. Thanks, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so. You're under two? We are, Sorry. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah okay. I'm under All as right. well. Um, so we have a surprise for for all you listeners out it's there. Surprise. Uh, we, we are rolling the dice, right? And and you're thinking, you know, in your head, you guys roll the dice every week. Every, top 250. Where's, where's the surprise? Well, instead of the top 250, Whoa. we're actually doing the bottom 100 oh. as voted by IMDb users. That's right. <laughs> I think even on this day, we're going to add a new section to our website. We're going to freeze this list in time. Who knows? There could be a terrible movie. This is actually this list isn't probably moving nearly as much as the top 250 list. <laughs> no, you re-rate it and you do not go back. Yeah, um, um, I just want to you know some of these is disaster movie is is the number one worst rated movie, and it's called disaster movie. So maybe yeah. they were going for that. Maybe I I mean there are some stipulations uh, like the top 250 where. Uh, it's like a certain formula. There has to be at least 10,000 votes. So it's not just a, a random uh, movie that's 
comes out and 10 people give it a zero. So there's some legitimacy to this list. All right. Well, we're doing it. We're rolling the we're dice. Doing it, we're doing it live. One out of 100. All right. Here we go. 28. 28, 28, 28. Jaws, the Just revenge. The revenge. It is, oh, man. It's the actual sequel to Jaws. This is going to be bad because I've never seen Jaws. I feel like... I feel like this is rated poorly because of what came before it. Because Jaws was so good. Is this... Uh, is, or is this not related to it? I'm not... Let's figure that out. Revenge. Jaws, the revenge. Jaws 4. It's known as Jaws 4. This is Jaws 4. Oh, we can't... We're, do, do We can't <laughs> jump right into Jaws 4. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. For the sake right. of this bit, this is our first. We got to make yeah. a big debut with these horrible movies. Um, let's roll again. Yeah, there's a Seven, 76. 76. 76. We do what I we want. Do it's it. a, this is our podcast. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> Look, another Jaws 3D is on here. So Jaws really took took a hit. But this one, number 76, is called The Fog. A thick mist full of vengeful spirits haunts a prosperous island town off the coast of Oregon. As its inhabitants try to learn their town's dark secret in order to stop it, doesn't sound horrible. Uh, it sounds uh, okay, just kind of middle of the road. Um, not to be confused with the mist, another horror movie. The uh, fog. I mean, we're. I mean, just to give people a heads up, this is three point seven out of ten. Um. <laughs> with, with I like I like this top uh, user review. Watch the news; it's scarier. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So okay, so it's a horror. It's supposed to be a horror. Would you call? Yeah, it? yeah. Um, it's a horror film. The Fog. Awesome. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. And don't worry, Jaws: The Revenge. We'll we'll eventually we'll see what we'll do, do with you. So. I'm looking at this director, Rupert Wainwright. Yeah. How do I know this guy? I feel like I recognize his name. His name is Rupert or Robert? Rupert. Rupert. White. Um, Blank check. Stigmata. I confused him. It says not to be confused with Rufus. Wainwright, and that's who I was thinking of. <laughs> this guy's like a really famous. I think he did Rise to Fame. Some sort of. I think he did Hallelujah. Home. Yeah, he's like a a G. That's funny that they know. Uh, yeah, that's who I was thinking of. I've never seen that on a, the top of a Wikipedia article before. You know, uh, we've <laughs> talked about it before. Having a Wikipedia article of your own is like kind of a goal in life. Having one that says not to be confused with, and it's this really famous, or it's probably the bottom of my list. I don't even know if I'd want a Wikipedia page at that point. If I was Rupert Wainworth, Wainwright, I'd go in there every day and delete that shit. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, I'm looking forward to it. We're going to watch The Fog next week, guys. Um, 
thank you all for watching. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, please follow us on our social media at GQ Review. On uh, that's our Instagram and our Twitter. And if you want to reach out and send us some suggestions, email us or DM us on those social media. Um, but if you want to email us, if you're old school, you know, send it, shoot over an email um, to feedback at GQ. All right. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace.